Hello and welcome to another episode of Field Notes, the sister podcast to Sounds of the Sanctuary, the podcast by Red Wings. In Field Notes, each week we sit down with an expert from the charity to take a closer look at some of the horse care issues raised in previous episodes of Sounds of the Sanctuary. We hope this will be really interesting and informative for any horse owners, those thinking of taking on a horse for the first time, or anyone of an interest in equine welfare. In this week's Sounds of the Sanctuary, we told the story of adoption star donkey Esther, who was rescued from appalling conditions when she was just two months old. So today we're back with welfare vet Nicola Berryman, who talks about the differences between horses, donkeys and mules, and what you need to bear in mind if you want to give a home to one of our long-eared friends. So we're here today with Nicola Berriman, one of our welfare vets, who's here to talk about donkeys and the particular specialist care that they may need. So first off, can you just tell me a little bit about the differences between donkeys and horses in general? So yeah, donkeys and horses can be quite different. I think generally people just treat donkeys as small horses. Um, in some ways that can be, it can work, but otherwise there's big differences. So donkeys, when you think about them, they usually come from sort of more sort of arid climates than horses and ponies would do. Um, they are adapted to sort of be more browsers rather than grazers. So it's quite normal for a donkey to live somewhere where they're literally just browsing on scrubland, really. Um, you think about these donkeys living in sort of arid kind of desert environments. They're not going to be having this lush pasture going on. So they can be very easily predisposed to putting on a lot of weight um, and then see that predisposed to laminitis and all sorts of things going on. So, yeah, we tend to advise people to keep them on sort of more like roughage, so straw, it's perfectly fun to eat straw, um, not so much of high calorie hay, um, and just bear in mind they like to be supplemented with things like bits of hedgerows, nothing toxic, and a lot of other things than just hay and hard feed. Um, otherwise, they're also different in their feet. So again, their feet are adapted to these dry, arid conditions. I mean, you imagine versus the wet, British, muddy paddock, mm-hmm. um, get all sorts of foot conditions going on. So they are quite different in that sense. Um, behaviorally, they are different. They are definitely more sensitive. Um, they're very intelligent animals and just require sort of a sort of a more understanding nature regarding around them and equally very responsive to training. Um, and also something else to be aware of them veterinary wise is they metabolize drugs a lot quicker than horses that's not something everyone knows um, or be aware of but they um, things like some called butte so sort of general pain relief whereas a pony or horse might have something apologies twice a day (laughs) work thing Um, donkeys can have things up to three times a day so they get rid of these drugs a lot quicker in their systems they need sort of more regular dosing saying that with regards to pain they're also very 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 stoic animals so they don't tend to show pain. If you see a donkey that's in pain or looks unwell, they're usually extremely unwell. Mm-hmm. So to me, a dull donkey, so if a farm ring says, oh, we're just not quite right, so it's looking just a bit dull, that's an emergency. Um, donkeys are very much prey species. They will hide how ill they are. And if they're looking dull and not happy, there's something underlying that and need checking out. As you said, they came from quite arid conditions and obviously... The UK, not well known for that. So do we have to be really careful in regards to their care in summer versus winter? Are there there different things we have to do throughout the year for them? 
So yeah, definitely in the winter, it's more of a concern for us. Um, we want to try and keep more much drier pasture. So you, you can get a lot of something called seedy toes, so sort of infections and things in the white line of their hooves, and a lot of thrush as well. Um, their feet are generally more porous than horses. So they can absorb a lot more moisture. Um, so we try and keep them somewhere sort of flatter and drier and give them access to sort of barns or sort of hard standing where they can get away from the wet as such. Um, and also in general, they tend to... I suppose feel the cold a bit more they're a bit more sensitive to temperature differences so we like to keep them in an area where they have a barn or some of our older generations do have rugs and that kind of thing and just a bit more TLC and I hear obviously for all our horses companionship is particularly important but for donkeys it almost goes hand in hand with the physical care that we can provide them doesn't it yeah, so at Red Wings we try and keep them, well, we actually have large herds of donkeys and mules and hinnies um, together, but we try and always make sure a donkey has another donkey friend. So it's quite normal, again, in sort of general population, people have maybe one donkey and a couple of horses, and they do quite well, but donkeys do prefer to be with their own species as such. Um, we They get very pair bonded. Uh, at Red Wings, if, for example, one of our donkeys is sick, we will move their friend with them as well. We wouldn't even consider taking one donkey back to the hospital. It always comes as a pair, so we sort of make sure we have space. Whereas horses um, can be more adaptable to say moving on their own and then returning to their herds. Donkeys, we keep them together. So would it be fair to say that even if you're an experienced horse owner, there are still things to learn if you want to take on some donkeys as well? Yeah, definitely. I'd say, even as a vet myself, when I first started out, there was definitely a lot I had to learn about donkeys and mules and stuff. I actually spent some time with a donkey sanctuary myself um, to sort of increase my knowledge and experience. Mm. So I think anyone taking on a donkey needs to be aware of the differences and trying to seek out some more advice um, and not just treat them like a small horse. And you mentioned mules and hinnies a little bit mm. earlier. Again, we have kind of a slightly smaller collection of those at the sanctuary. Could you tell me a little bit about them? So mules, mules are um, a cross between a female pony and a male donkey, and then you have a mule born, um, whereas hinnies are the opposite. So that's a male horse and a female donkey has a hinny. Um, again, they can be quite different themselves. Mules and hinnies can be quite different. They look quite different. Um, hinnies tend to look more like a pony, um, whereas mules look more like a, a donkey. Um, we did have a very large Mule, um, he unfortunately now passed away, but he was uh, a Poitou donkey cross Shire horse. Wow. So he was ginormous. <laughs> he looked like a very, very, very large Shire donkey. Um, but they, again, can be quite different. We do have several, and they tend to live, not all of them, but we have a large population at our behavioural centre, because behaviourally they are more challenging in that they're very sensitive animals and they're very, very intelligent animals. You do see people... I'm actually doing all sorts of endurance riding and show jumping mules externally, all these things. And they really like to learn. They're really responsive, sort of more modern techniques. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy a mule yeah. Yeah, to work with. Yeah. Do you think they'd make good animals to have, like like horses? Or, or would, you, would you have to think quite carefully before maybe taking on a mule or a hinny? I would definitely consider whether I could actually you know, manage a mule or a hinny. They have to say behaviourally wise, I think if you give them the right environment, the right stimulation, they say they're very good at learning and they want to be stimulated then great go ahead but otherwise I think I'd consider maybe going more for a pony um, they, they they probably want to make the best sort of field pets they, they want to be doing other things yeah. in terms of veterinary needs are they kind of quite quite similar to donkeys or do they take a bit of are they are they properly a mix between between horses and donkeys in terms of veterinary need 
they tend to be a, a real mix. I mean, physically, you can sometimes look at one and go, well, it looks more like a horse, but you can't sort of say, well, it looks more like a horse, therefore it's more like a horse. I tend to treat them more like a donkey. And again, if one is being a bit quiet or off colour, I'm like, okay, I'd be more concerned donkey-wise. Um, I tend to treat them as analgesia, more similar to donkeys, sort of more increased amounts, and always being aware of like, feet issues and those kind of things. So mm. I definitely err on the side of donkey <laughs> rather than horse. <laughs> and because of their mix, are they able to live with horses? I know we have some at the sanctuary who live with donkeys and others who have found a bit more companionship with the ponies. Does it, does it really depend on the individual? Yeah, it's definitely the individual. The, the staff here will try them with sort of different mixtures. Um, some will absolutely adore living with the donkeys and be much happier. Others maybe even haven't even seen a donkey, apart from a parent, you know, they're just terrified of the donkeys and think they're a horse. So it's very much an individual basis, who likes who, and we will try out different scenarios until they're settled in a herd. I have to ask, do you have a favourite donkey or mule or hinny at the sanctuary? Uh, so my favourite is actually a mule and she's called Millie and she's actually one of my favourites. So um, Millie, I don't know exactly her full story, how she came here. I think she predated me arriving, but she lives at our behavioural centre um, and she is a character. But I very much enjoy her. Um, I think what I like about Millie was you kind of put this impression that this mule is going to be a certain kind of behaviour and she is very stubborn and she is very strong-willed but actually she had some issues um, with her feet she had hoof abscesses and I thought oh no she's is she going to want to be in a stable is she going to want to have this treatment and she was tolerated it really well and since then we've actually um, done a lot of training well I say we the behavioural team has done the training with a lot of um, um, positive reinforcements so food rewards and clicker training and she went from a mule who very much did not tolerate injections and did not tolerate me. And now she is one of the best behaved animals I have to deal with. And yeah, I think um, she doesn't always appreciate me, but I really love her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's a lovely note to finish on. Thank you so much, Nicola. Thanks to Nicola for taking part in this week's episode of Field Notes. If you have a question about horse or donkey care or any equine welfare issue, you can email welfare at redwings.co.uk or visit our website redwings.org.uk where you'll find plenty of free information. See you next week. Bye.